Hey, 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 it's your favorite career coach, Crystal Williams, and you are now tuned in to the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I'm back in the Peculiar Palace on the mic again this week to not only empower and position you to be all you can be to thrive in your career, but to also give you peculiar strategies that infuse faith to accelerate in your nine to five career journey. Let's jump into the episode. Hey, 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 welcome to a special edition of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. This week, we will be continuing with our Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight Series, where I give visibility to professionals within their 9 to 5 career journey who embody the five pillars of career acceleration. And just to remind you all of what the five pillars are, they are, number one, strive to thrive and not just survive in their nine-to-five career journey. Number two, focus more on their faith than the facts to overcome career challenges or obstacles. Number three, value being authentic within their career journey. Number four, cherish maintaining their sanity in their work life. And number five, is believe being peculiar is a strategy to level up in this career journey. So, you all, this week, the spotlight is on Mrs. Shannon White. Say hey, Shannon. Hey, y'all. Hello. Thank you, girl, for letting me join. <laughs> of course. Shannon and I met the summer of 2019 in a spiritual mentorship program. And we also attend the same church, First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. Shannon has such a wonderful spirit, and she is a woman who is truly on fire for God. Let me tell y'all. Well, she's going to tell y'all more. And I'm so excited to have her a part of this Faith Over Facts Spotlight Series because she definitely is not ashamed to let her coworkers or anyone she encounters in her work environment know she rolls with God, Okay. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to Shannon so she can introduce herself to you all. Hello, everyone. As Crystal said, my name is Shannon White. I am, uh, I guess I wear a couple of hats, but I am a mommy. I'm a wife, um, but career-wise, I am a professional school counselor. I'm licensed for K through 12, so I work in the middle school uh, for my nine to five, and then also, God has charged me and put on my heart. I have a business called Kingdom Convos, and that's where I empower Christian moms and dads. They want to have tips and strategies in order to teach their child how to really um, live, in, live in God and live in God's kingdom every day, and not just in youth group or at church. And I'm a youth minister also. So I just love God. I love kids. And God has just opened doors for me to be able to merge them together everywhere. Yes, that is amazing. So amazing. So let's just hop right on into the discussion. You yeah. kind of already let us know what you currently do in your 9 to 5 career journey. But let us also know um, what kind of entrepreneurship ventures you are into I know that you say you um, do the Kingdom Combo, but can you tell us, like, when you got started with that, how it um, correlates to what you kind of already do within your 9 to 5 journey? Absolutely. So um, I'm 
I'm 32, and I got my. I started being a youth minister when I was about 19. So it's been a while, right? Um, and I've been a counselor for about nine years at this point. Um, and as I was being a counselor, what I started to see, Crystal, was that I started to get frustrated because I would be in my office counseling kids, and they mm-hmm. would have their What Would Jesus Do shirts, their youth group shirts, you know, from their youth retreat and stuff like that. But they would have the same struggles as kids who didn't believe in God. Like, and I was like, God, like, what's up with this? Like, where's the disconnect? Like, something ain't right, you know? (laughs) Like, where is the power here, you know? Or I would have moms come in and be frustrated or like, Miss Wright, what else should I do? Like, they don't act this way in youth group. And I'd be like, oh, they go to church? Oh, your kid goes to church? Mm. You know? And so I saw there was really like this disconnect for kids or they were just so timid about God, you know, because I'm, mm-hmm. I would ask them if I saw a door, I would ask if I saw what would Jesus do bracelet or a cross or something, I would just blatantly be like, you a Jesus kid? And they'd be like, yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh, you know, and so, um, because for me, even though I work in a school, it's still a ministry for me. So yes, I don't go around, right. you know, cross, cross the line, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go and do that. But if I see something, I need them to know that you're not by yourself. Right. Um, because there's so many different allies. And so when that happened, um, I started, the God started to kind of put that on my heart that a lot of parents know how to parent and we're great. We're pros at parenting, but we don't know how to train our kids. And so when it started mm-hmm. happening to me with my own son, when he was three in preschool, he was a brown boy. He was being labeled as um, ADHD and defiant and this and that. And I'm like, God, why is he not showing up? Like, I am the youth minister. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. That's when God told me, you know, you, you need to train him. And so that's when I started to have Kingdom Convos where God was telling me that kids know about Bible stories, but when you're going through, <laughs> whether you 10, 16, 26, 36, 46, a Bible story ain't going to get you through. You need a word. Right. And so right. the mm-hmm. devil is He's equal opportunist, you know what I mean? And so Kingdom Combos mm-hmm. was sent to give parents, I have some books, right? And they're strictly scripture so that it can make it easier for us to help teach our kids about God's word besides the same three that we grew up learning, you know what I mean, in children's church. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And to make it easier to have Kingdom Conversations, to make it a part of life. And so that's kind of where it came from. It was seeing kids in my youth ministry kids on my job, parents wanting to see the end result, but not necessarily knowing how to get there. And the truth is Deuteronomy tells parents to to do certain things. It tells us to do five things. And that's where Kingdom Combos came from was, you know what, we got to help. Parents are busy. So if I can make it easy and kind of give you what to do, do you know what I mean? Like it's on the go. Everybody wants to go to McDonald's, the Burger King, Chick-fil-A, because you don't got time to do everything all the time. So if I can make it easy right. to help kids get to God's word and to make it fun and enjoyable for families, like, let's do it, you know? So that's, what, that's where it all came from. And then I mentor. So I know for teens, they don't listen to parents as much. So there's a mentoring component there, too, a kingdom mentor for teens who are like 13 to 17 to kind of help bridge that gap. But just, I want to help, you know? Yes, that is so good. I absolutely love the whole idea of Kingdom Combos and how you are really bold in the workplace because 
Yes, you are a counselor, but you are a bold counselor asking those kids, are you a Jesus kid? <laughs> not sure. I'm quit that. You a Jesus kid? <laughs> <laughs> but that is so good, and that is so, and that is what I promote within the You Brand Academy. Like, you must know that you can't be ashamed of who you roll with, you yeah. know? You must be able to truly infuse your faith within your career journey, your nine-to-five career journey specifically, because that is the true career acceleration. That's really how you're going to accelerate. Yeah. You can't Absolutely. rely on man. You got to rely on God, period. And you so, got to know how to be an ally for yourself. Like, I see so yeah. many kids being an ally mm-hmm. for themselves and what they believe. But Christian kids are like, Touch mice. Like, they don't know how. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, I have kids mm-hmm. from LGBT who are like, Miss White, I want to start a club. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, people from mm-hmm. Wiccan, different other faiths. You know, I want to, I want to, there's, you know, I know there's some Wiccan kids, and I've seen Christian kids be approached by people who mm-hmm. operate in witchcraft or Wiccan or, you know, mm-hmm. these different things, tarot cards right. and stuff. And they just freeze. They don't know what to do, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. that our kids just aren't equipped. Like when you go to face other stuff, they don't know we haven't trained them to face right outside of those walls, you know? Right. Well, you are truly on the battleground training these kids. And I, for one, commend you on that. So thank you. Thank you for doing it. <laughs> thank you for letting me show, so, girl. Of course. Okay. So I can tell that being a counselor truly brings you happiness within your nine-to-five career journey. But how important is happiness within your nine-to-five career journey to you? And how do you maintain it within your nine-to-five career journey? Because especially during this time, it's so tricky now with COVID, and I'm pretty sure you're virtually working now. So just explain how do you maintain that happiness. So, for me, and there were seasons where I would be disgruntled, you know, just because mm-hmm. jobs sometimes do have, or all jobs have those things that you was like, I didn't sign up for this, you know. Right. <laughs> but in remembering that my, it's, it's my ministry, you know, and when you are in a position where you're called, um, even for COVID, you know, I don't get to touch the kids per se and touch being professionally, you know, saying, but um just seeing that we're allowed to see kids through, you know, Google Meet. I can see their faces. You know, even today mm-hmm. we made a, um, we did a girls room where girls only and we worked out with them for like 15 minutes and just seeing them, seeing their faces and, and hearing them smile, it, everything that, any other crap that you go through, it makes it worth it because that's why. That's the why, you know, and I have to remember my yeah. why. And whether it's a Christian kid or not, They're all God's kids, you know, and so I think about even being a mom, like, Mm -hmm. I want, you reap what you sow, right? So Mm -hmm. how I sow into other people's kids is how somebody's going to sow into mine when it's their turn. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and so that helps me to really keep that happiness and joy in the midst of workplace politics and stuff like that. And we've actually, um, I just, I just got to be me for real, Crystal. You know, everybody on my job knows that I like to do pranks. 
So that's a part of my <laughs> office culture now. You know what I mean? Like, you got to enjoy, be yourself, and be authentic. Like, I love God. I have um, coworkers who don't believe in God, you know, but I just mm-hmm. talk about him, you know. And she's like, I'm, yes. I'm low-key a Jesus fan now. And I was like, uh-huh, he cool, he cool. You he know? does good. <laughs> you, you're, you're being so authentic that you unconsciously are basically spreading the gospel. Exactly. By just being who you are. And that's what it's really all about. And yes. that's what I want to encourage you all to just be who you are. Don't be afraid to speak about it. Don't be afraid of what people may say about you because that's really about, that's the whole premise behind being peculiar. And, hey, that is why I named this podcast the Peculiar Career Chit Chat because that's what we're going to be doing, having yeah. peculiar conversations about how people are interacting with their coworkers within their nine-to-five career journey. So, yes, thank you for sharing that. Oh, yes. And um, it, it also keeps me accountable, too. I think when you're peculiar and you're bold about it, like what you're, like what you're trying to help us to do, it makes you be accountable because so many people are Christians at church, but then when they get to their mm. nine-to-five, it's a different type of thing. Yes, you know? let's talk about it. And that's what God reveals to me. He was just like, listen, my people are in the workplace, but they're not here. They're yeah. not here. They're not showing up. They're not being the true authentic self, their authentic self like I need them to be. But you are definitely a true example of that. And I hope that if you're hearing this, this does not fall on deaf ears. Maybe um, what Shannon is doing definitely can you you can use that as an example to go out and see your workplace or um, bring this to your work environment and do that. Speaking of bringing something to the work environment, Shannon, <laughs> you have to share what you have brought to your work environment and how well it's doing. Please share. Um, so I'll give you the quick journey in like two seconds. So God okay. has placed on my heart. I've been on my, I'm a person where I told my my boss, I said, I'm not a person who leaves. So I ain't going anywhere unless you find me. So she laughs. But so I've been there for a while. I know what's going on. But God had put on my heart a while ago to pray for my school before school, you know, just walk around mm-hmm. the school and pray. And I'd be like, oh, God, I already have to be, yeah, I got to be at work. Um, school starts at 7, like the kids come out at 7 a.m. So I'm like, oh, God, I just been making it. I don't got time to do that, too. That's, that's how you feel your activity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus, like, I'm just making it on time. Most of the time, I'm still five, ten minutes late. Like, I don't know if this ain't going to work for me. Can I pray on the way, like, there or something? <laughs> you know, prayer works the same, Jesus. Um, so, yes, I went through that for, like, two years for real. Straight up disobedience. Can I just put it out there? Right? Delayed obedience is still disobedient. So even if it's mm. something small, right, like walk around your school one time to pray, and I just mm-hmm. would not be disciplined enough to do it. Like, it's really that simple. So this, this year before COVID came, um, God put on my heart a prayer movement, and he was telling me that there was going to be a need for prayer, right? This was last September when school started, and he gave me something called We Are Here because there's Christians in church, I mean, in schools, and in the workplace, but we're just quiet because of the separation of church and state, right? However, what I was mm-hmm. seeing was that we have to make accommodations in the school, at least, for other religions. Like, if you are a Muslim, you ha- we have to give you room to pray. If you say it's time for me to pray, I don't care what's happening. If you're fasting, I don't care what's happening. We have to make accommodations for kids. 
We didn't do right. anything for Christians. If mm-hmm. you're a Christian, you got something, you get no accommodations, you don't get no anything. And so nice. we're like, okay, we need to stand up. Like, we're here. We are here. It's time for us to stop hiding. We're here. We're not coming around trying to get everybody to Jesus, but this is me, right? And so I mm-hmm. um, I was like, ooh, you kind of pushing the guy. Like, ooh, I don't really know. If I did this up like one person, okay, I don't know how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. So I just I asked God what to do, and um, basically every day, well, every Monday, every first Monday of the month at my school, and I invited other schools to do it as well, um, we would just come together in a classroom, right, and whoever would want to come, we would come and we would pray, pray for the school, would take authority over the atmosphere, because a lot of Christians know how to pray, but we don't know how to take authority, because as God's mm-hmm. kids, we have authority, and so God just to say, God, please bless us. Like, no, God, send your angels to be with us. God, we declare and we bind the spirit of inferiority. We bind the spirit of chaos and confusion from this place, you know, just really taking over what God has charged us with at our job. Whatever your job is, God has given you authority there, right, to take territory, right. to be prosperous. So mm-hmm. um, it started with about me and another coworker or two. Um, and I was like, hey, this is just us. And I asked God, I would ask God who to talk to. Chris said I was the scariest thing because I only hang out with, know, you know, my crew. So, like, going up to people right. that I would put on my heart and being like, ooh, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? And they were like, you know, mm-hmm. it always worked out. It was always a perfect blend, always a perfect match. They were so excited. Their eyes would light up. It was amazing how receptive it was. Oh, so it went from three of us. Now it's like 20 of us. Including Ooh. our principal. Our principal Yay. came last, two weeks ago. He came to our first level. So that happened all last year, and it continued to grow. And it was beautiful because other teachers would start to invite their friends. And, you know what I mean? So the word just spread. Um, and it's just been beautiful. You know, it was, we have Asian teachers, white teachers, black teachers, male, female, Hispanic teachers, African teachers. It's just beautiful to watch God's kingdom come together. And everybody prays differently. Some people are prophetic. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful. And somebody said this morning, she said, because we prayed this morning because it's a Monday, and she said, you know what, I just feel so at home with you guys. And mm-hmm. that's the goal. You know, I was crying. It just, you just, God's spirit just met us. Every time that we prayed last year and even doing it again this year, he just met us. And it's allowed us to have a safe place to, to be here and to show up differently you know, in, yes. in our workplace and, and help each other out. And that's what it's all about. I love, love, love that. You all, definitely. Please take that to the workplace. That <laughs> that right there is amazing. If you are having challenges on even finding the words, reach out to myself, reach out to Shannon, I'll put her information in the show notes because we just want you guys to be peculiar within your work environment, even if it's virtual, because I'm pretty sure this took place virtually. Uh, well, it's taking place virtually now, right, Shannon? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But, yes, you all, definitely, definitely do not be afraid to reach out to us. But, yes, yeah. let's keep it moving. That was, um, yeah. yes, I'm just in awe about that whole thing because that, that is such, it's so necessary. It's so necessary that we pray. And can I, and can I share something too, Crystal, what you're saying oh, that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because it also was, 
a teaching thing because I'm mm-hmm. Protestant. Um, like I said, there's different cultures of denominations there, but it, it allowed me to have conversations with, I know we had some people who um, are Catholic, right? And so that was mm-hmm. my, a lot of us had fear in doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And that was my mm-hmm. fear. Like, how am I going to be received? Like, yeah. How am I going to be mm-hmm. perceived in this space? Like, how is this going to work? And just to see some people, like, crying and, and, and people saying, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I'm crying, guys. Like, the spirit just moves me. And being able to talk to people. I know some people can see in the spirit. I know people are familiar with that. But, you know, just mm-hmm. talking to different people and learning their gifts and how we can complement each other. Um, but I wouldn't miss out on that. You know, if I let fear stifle me for a third year, you know, but I learned yes. about the denominations that there's actually a a move in the Catholic Church that is, um, what is it, uh, like, uh, what's the word, like where it's emphatic, I can't think of the word right now, but she said that, she's like, mm-hmm. there's a move happening in the Catholic Church, and for real, as Christians, we don't know what's going on with each other, mm-hmm. and we need to be more united, so it le- it's led mm-hmm. to me learning you know, about how other people operate. Exactly. And that is so key. Um, being united, we first off, we aren't here on this earth to be just in silos, you know. We're not yeah. just going to work, going home, tending to our own families. When we go to work, we're there for a purpose, yes, but we're also there to connect with the people that we comp- have discussions with on a regular basis. Yeah. We have to connect with each other and work together towards the mission of the organization or whatever you, you're working at in your career journey. But the point is you want to be connected, you want to be united, and you want to have these conversations with the people you're connected to. Yeah. It's just a part of our duty, honestly, as Christians, as as people that want to be peculiar within our career, that's just what we have to do. And like you said, Shannon, I know a lot of people that really want to do something like this, but fear is holding them back. So, y'all, mm, speak to that spirit of fear. Tell fear it has to go. Tell fear you do not reign here. And, yes, you, you can do it. Trust me. If Shannon can do it, yes. you, you can do it. Yes. That struggle was real. We can do it. <laughs> got to do it. We got to do it. <laughs> and you and don't be afraid of who's going to be talking about you, how you're going to be received. Trust me, once you do it, the reward is so, it's going to be so great because you're going to get a reward from yeah. God. That, not man. Yeah. No, don't look for a reward from man. Like, if you're looking for a reward from man, you're looking in the wrong places. You look for it from God. Wait in expectation because you are moving in obedience. Yeah. And your gifts will make room for you. That's his promise. Mm -hmm. You know, so why don't we do his thing? Absolutely. So, Shannon, can you share with us how you kind of overcome any career challenges or obstacles? Obviously, we know you pray. We know you do that. But... What is some um what is like something that you do to get over those career challenges and obstacles and do the facts of your situation tend to kind of overwhelm you? If so, how do you handle that? 
so it's for me it could be twofold. So for um if I'm on my nine to five job, I have my uh, people who are account I have my accountability partners. Mm-hmm. Um so at now, um I have the prayer call, right, our prayer circle where I can ask you know, I can say like I'm struggling with this, can you help me or can you pray for me? Um, so there's power in that. But then I also have like my couple of people who I can just be me with, you know, one is she's in our person, she's a Christian, right? And she understands as a black woman. Um, but then I also have my friend who I was telling you about who is not a Christian. Um, but she low key likes Jesus now, like she cool now with him, but just, Mm-hmm. It makes I need to be held accountable, and that's important to me that how I show up, even if it's an obstacle or whatever, I'm overwhelmed, whatever, I'm good for taking a break. I go and I get a check. I, I'll say to them, I need you to check me. Check me. Did I do the right thing? Did I do the wrong thing? Like, I'm struggling with this. Or I'll tell them, I need mm-hmm. a break. So I'll go and I'll sit myself in my office for, like, 20, 30 minutes just to get myself together. If that means I love their just Roberts, oh, my goodness, I love her, love her, love her. So if that means I need to go listen to some, you know, listen to her for a second or just hear, you know, listen to some music and, like, just zone out for a second. Right. Um, that is just to, like, re- to ground myself. That's some of the biggest things that I do when I am stressed is I talk to my girlfriends, my accountability partners. I'll, I, I don't want to be a person who talks about God and is so arrogant that I can't see where I'm wrong. Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's huge to me. Or I listen to my music and take a break. And I love food. So if push comes to shove mm-hmm. and it's really a hard day, I'm going across the street to McDonald's and I'm getting me a cheeseburger, french fries, two cookies, and a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm praying all the way across the street. So I don't get nobody. <laughs> By all means necessary. Look, yes. you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> do what you but have just, to do. <laughs> gotta protect my witness though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if that means that Shannon, I put yourself I put yourself in timeout. So you don't show up mm. wrong. Because people always remember the worst before they remember anything good that I do. Especially being a right. young black female. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just got to be honest with myself awesome. and yeah. and protect protect my brand. To <laughs> bring you a cat, protect my brand. I am my brand. So if I don't Absolutely. show up right, that's it. Mm, you hit the nail on the head. I tell um, the audience all the time, like, your brand follows you, period. Mm-hmm. Whether you know it or not, you don't even know who's watching you half mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. People are watching you from afar, but be, but you want to ultimately operate in excellence, right? You want yeah. to operate in excellence. That's what I encourage people to do. And oper- and with operating in excellence, you always know that you have to care for your brand. Mm-hmm. You have to care for how you react to different situations. So thank you for sharing that, Shannon. Definitely appreciate oh, yeah. it. Um, oh, yeah. Last but not least, this question here is, why do you think going to God about career-related issues can be the last resort for some people? Because I think, my personal opinion, um, is because a lot of us have been taught church, but we haven't been taught kingdom. Mm. 
And so we know how to do the church thing. We know how to go to church on Sundays, go to Bible studies on Thursdays and Tuesdays, maybe do prayer meeting on, you know, at 12 noon. Um, right. And it's just consolidated. Like, I'm sorry, it's compartmentalized. Um, but a lot of us just haven't been taught, right? The Bible says mm-hmm. work out your own salvation. Like, faith is a muscle. So because we only work it on Sundays or Thursdays or whatever, it doesn't come naturally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's just it's routine. And, and there's, there's actually, well, from my business, right, there's studies and statistics that tell us that a lot of kids, when they leave as young adults and they leave home, mm-hmm. about two-thirds walk away from the church. And it's not that they don't believe in God. That's not the issue. It's that he just gets replaced with something else, whether it's Mm. working or brunch on Sundays or hanging out. You know what I mean? So it gets replaced. And Mm -hmm. so because we've been taught how to do church, God is easily replaced. Um, And so it's just something that we carry, do you know what I'm saying, as adults into our workplace. You know, it's the same thing with our families, you know. We only pray at night or when we eat, you know, and so it's the same thing with mm-hmm. our job. It's we we if I can say this and people not be offended maybe, we make ourselves idols. And like I got mm. this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, until no, until no, I don't no. got this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got this until I don't. Okay. And then God where you at? Like help me out. You know what I mean? Um, and just we're not used to talking to him about the little things, like a parking spot. Like, what should I wear Whoa. today? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, my mom left. She's like, you got a parking spot ministry. I'm like, girl, I be praying, check. I always park at the front. But it's just, <laughs> <laughs> we got to train ourselves to talk about the little things and to allow us to be yeah. corrupted. And I work, I know our workplaces are busy. Like, I get it. You're busy. You don't really got time to do a lot, you know. But you just we just got to start practicing in the small things of even if it's setting an alarm clock, like every hour, to sit and just to say two minutes, just to just talk or to listen or, you know, because yeah. we just haven't been trained, you know. All successful people have been trained by somebody in that area. And we, we haven't. I just love your answer. It's just so real, so authentic. Y'all, this this is the conversations that we should be having more often, um, especially within your nine-to-five career journey, because I hear it all the time. People are miserable. They don't want to be here. They don't know what to do, but that's really why I'm in the business I am in, you know? Yeah. I know for me, the peculiar activities I used to do in my workplace when I was at my nine to five, I would go to the bathroom. I would be like, I would go to the bathroom, say a prayer for me, my coworkers, especially when it, when you know the energy is high. Basically. Yeah. It's like, okay, you need to bring it down a notch. Let me step away. Mm-hmm. Some people step away to press for more, but I stepped away to pray about the situation because that's the only thing I could do at that point. Yeah. And uh, going back to the um discussion about protecting your brand, yes, I have to protect my brand. As a brown black woman in the Be workplace clear. in America, like Be clear. what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to get it all the way together. Let Say me it again you. for the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get it all the way together because you cannot 
let anybody let you react in a certain way. So that's not being fake. That's just being authentic and being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. Aware of your surroundings. And that's a whole nother um, episode, but yeah. But yes, um, thank you so much, Shannon, for sharing um, your real and authentic answer to that question. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to just discuss your nine to five career journey, your other entrepreneurial adventures that you have going on. I'm so excited about it. So, where can the people find you? So they can find me on um, Facebook. I think my name is Shannon White on Facebook. Um, I think also my website is Kingdom Convos, like conversation, C-O-N-D-O-S, kingdomconvos.org. It has everything about our team mentoring, tips and strategies for moms, um, even if people want to build financial wealth, because I'm tired of seeing Christians that are spiritually wealthy and financially broke. Um, so just a whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, my name on Instagram is white. So you can find me on all of them. Um, and that's it. I'm just here to help and, and try to make some moves for our kids and teens to be the best they can be in God. But Absolutely. It, it, it definitely starts with us. So you all, her um, information will be in the show notes. So definitely click on it, follow her, and like, share her information. So you guys, I hope you enjoyed this Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight with Mrs. Shannon White. So, and I will catch you up here next time. Thank you so much for letting me join with Hello. Thank you for joining me in the Peculiar Palace for another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I pray this episode empowered and inspired you to go forth and conquer your career journey. So I'll catch you here next time.